You are listening to Affirm, the podcast for women of color who affirm their worth, value mental health, and seek wholeness. I'm your host, Davia Roberts, and today's affirmation is... For me, becoming isn't about arriving somewhere or achieving a certain aim. I see it instead as a forward motion, a means of evolving. Words from Becoming by Michelle Obama. Today's affirmation is chosen by Patreon supporter, Jamie. You are listening to episode 42. Here's why therapy isn't working for you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Affirm. Again, my name is Davia Roberts and I am your host. It is Mental Health Awareness Month, and with it being this very special month for all of us, I thought therapy would be an amazing topic. And the reason I say that is because you're obviously listening to Affirm because you care about mental and emotional wellness. However, everyone has very different experiences when it comes to actually seeking therapy or experiencing therapy. And everyone doesn't have a positive experience. So for those of you that are curious about therapy or maybe you've even tried therapy and you said, honey, I'm not doing that ever again in life. Tried it, didn't work, it's not for me. This episode is for you. Or maybe you play this episode when you have that one friend that went to that one bad therapist and they said never again. (laughs) This this episode is for her too. (laughs) So I want to spend it. I want to spend today's episode giving you three reasons why therapy probably isn't working for you. And this is not a call-out episode. This is not saying, here are all the reasons that you aren't making therapy work for you. That's not how I'm rocking. That ain't what we're doing. The purpose of today's episode isn't to shame anyone, say anyone made bad choices or anything like that. More so, it's about providing you with information and education about what, what a therapy could and should look like and a few of the main factors that can influence whether or not you have a positive experience. So I'm going to share three of the top reasons that therapy may not be working for you. The first reason is because you have the wrong therapist. So that can mean a few different things, all right? So when you're searching for a therapist, whether you're on psychology today, you're using um, therapy for black girls to find someone, or maybe you got a referral from a friend, maybe you went to your college center and got with a therapist, whatever the case may be, sometimes you are forced to meet with a therapist. And you're like, well, okay, I guess... I guess I don't have any other options. This is just who I'm meeting with. And they're not actually a good fit for you. They don't get your personality. They're speaking over you. They don't seem present. And the things that they're suggesting aren't actually helpful. Maybe the options or the tools that they're trying to teach you don't work for you. And in a lot of cases, it is okay to say, hey, I don't think we fit. Is there another way that I could find another therapist that's a better fit for me? And this goes for community agencies, colleges, or in private practice. Just because you've been placed with someone does not mean you have to stick it out with them forever. Because if anything, if you don't feel comfortable with someone, what's the likeliness of you actually opening up and sharing your heart with them? Very small. (laughs) And... One of the things that I truly, truly have to stress about this process is that 
When it comes to people of color, I love the fact that so many more of us are seeking therapy, trying to, you know, find a therapist of color to work with, whether it's addressing, you know, sexual abuse, life transitions, or even racial trauma. Like, I love the fact that we're seeking people out. But just because they share the same race, ethnicity, gender identity, sexual orientation, it does not mean they are a good fit for you. Let me repeat this. Sharing the same skin tone, language, any anything like that doesn't mean that they're a good fit for you. It doesn't mean that your values align. It doesn't mean that you share similar life experience or, or beliefs. Like that does not equate to them being a great fit for you. There are tons of, okay, let me be honest. Let me be honest in saying that I prefer to work with a black female therapist. However, I've had, and my first therapist was an amazing black woman. On point, killed it. She was great for me. We worked together for a good little while. I had another black therapist who was trash. (laughs) And I actually talked about my first experience with that person on the podcast. Um, I think it was called A Good Therapist is Hard to Find. So if you want to hear a little bit about that experience, you can find it there. But it was a hot mess. And I legit walked out of the first session because I said, I am not putting up with this tomfoolery. Nope, not doing it. But just making sure that they share the same race isn't enough. They could ooze respectability politics. Maybe you feel afraid to talk about your religion um, because they share the same religion. You're afraid that you're going to be judged. They're going to talk about you. If you're... If you're so concerned or if you feel that you have to code switch or censor yourself in a session, that means that they are not the right fit for you. If you feel that you're constantly explaining everything because they just don't seem to get you and you spend more time teaching than actually allowing yourself to process and work through your stuff, they're probably not a good fit for you. And it's absolutely okay to advocate for yourself and say, I need someone else. Does that come with its own challenges? Yes, because maybe one of the reasons you're in therapy is because you you need help on speaking up for yourself. And you're like, bro, I came here so I could work on speaking up for myself. Now I got to do it and you ain't even helping me do it. (laughs) You know, that could be its own struggle within itself. However, allow yourself the experience to get with the right person that could completely change your therapeutic process and you actually get somewhere in therapy. Okay, so that's the first reason therapy may not be working for you, because you have the wrong therapist. The second reason that therapy isn't working for you is because you didn't believe therapy. If you're a faithful listener of the Affirm podcast, more than likely you're already in therapy. Or maybe you've toyed around with the idea of going to therapy for a bit of time. You have that one friend that's raved about it for weeks, and now you actually starting to get serious about this whole therapy thing, right? only to realize you have no idea of how to get started in this process. So more than likely, some of you have already pulled out your laptop or or Googled how to find a therapist and were instantly overwhelmed by the thousands of options. And that only really gives you more questions than when you started. If that sounds familiar, I highly encourage you to join On the Couch Getting the Most from Therapy, a workshop that I am hosting on May 21st. Join this workshop where I will be your personal guide to navigating therapy. I'm here to teach you everything you need to know about making therapy work for you. Our goal is that you never walk away from another session and feel like your time 
or your money was wasted. Save your seat on the couch by going to justdevia.com. Now let's get you back to the episode. The second reason that therapy isn't working for you is because you didn't believe therapy would actually be hard. Therapy is not easy, y'all. One of the biggest lies that is ever told to clients is therapy makes you feel better. That is a half truth. Therapy is uncomfortable. It demands for you to face hard truths and challenging situations in order to heal and progress forward. Quite frankly, a lot of that work has to happen outside of session. If you're not using the insight you gained in a session as a catalyst for more exploration in your personal life, you're providing a disservice to yourself. What's the point of going to therapy if you never apply the coping skills, techniques, or insight you gained outside of your counselor's office? If that's the case, we've done nothing more than converse with a stranger just for the sake of it. And don't get me wrong, like there's nothing wrong with venting from time to time and just sharing your life. There's nothing wrong with that. The concern presents itself when we are more concerned with talking about our struggles and our challenges rather than actually committing to addressing and changing them. That's where the real issue lies. And once again, therapy is hard. Does it make you feel better? Yes, when you put in the work. But putting in the work, getting into the dirt and digging things up that you haven't had to face in a long time is uncomfortable. It can be flat out painful. But once you do that work and you get to the other side, that's when you get to the good. That's when you get to those comfortable feelings, that sense of pride that says, I put in work to get here and I have grown and I have evolved. It was not easy. There were times where I considered giving up. Y'all, there have been times where I skipped a session because I was like, I ain't got time to deal with these feelings today. I don't want to feel it today. I'll get back to it next week. That happens. That's part of the process. But going into it, being aware that therapy is challenging is going to be the thing that shifts whether or not you're going to stick it out for the long haul. Because if you go into therapy thinking that it's all sunshine and rainbows, you are going to be quickly disappointed when things get tough. And you're going to think that your therapist is failing you or that you're not cut out for it. The truth is, therapy is challenging. Your feeling of discomfort is not a personal character flaw. It's simply a symptom of this experience. Discomfort comes with therapy, but getting to the other side is totally worth it. But you have to do the work. And the last reason that I'm going to discuss for today's episode is talk therapy isn't right for you. I know what you're probably thinking already. You're like, but Davia, you're a therapist. So what do you mean therapy isn't for me? That's so contradictory to this whole episode. What you talking about? Um, Well, number one, talk therapy, traditional talk therapy is not the end all and be all of therapy. We have this common misconception of therapy being this experience where you go to a counselor's office, sit on their couch, and you just talk for an hour. But that's not what therapy has to look like. There are so many different forms of therapy, y'all. So there's EMDR. EMDR is something I got trained in that I was able to witness trauma survivors experience like significant progress in four to five sessions 
versus those four to five sessions where we did traditional talk therapy. It was completely different. And they would share that. They're like, wow, like I'm not having the same trauma symptoms that I used to have. Like, this is totally weird, but awesome. (laughs) And the thing is, majority of those clients didn't know about EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization Reprocessing. I'll provide you with a link when you go to the episode notes so you can know the ones that I mentioned. But they didn't know about this option. Therefore, they couldn't ask for it. I had to present it. And one thing that I definitely want to emphasize is therapy is very privileged. If you, A lot of us are the first ones in our family that are doing therapy. As a result, there's a lot of trial and error and we are figuring this thing out, you know, live. So we don't know what options to request if we don't know what options are available. So in this episode... I want to emphasize the fact that talk therapy isn't the only option available. You could have EMDR, like I just mentioned. You could do dance therapy, art therapy, narrative therapy, where instead of communicating verbally, you could write your story. And that can look different for everyone. I've literally seen people like create books um, in narrative therapy, which is awesome. So like I said, art therapy, movement therapy, there is... um, walk and talk (laughs) therapy where you literally go out in nature and everyone needs some something different everyone needs something different and going to therapy and feeling like that did not work for me and there must be something wrong with me is not true the only true thing about it was that didn't work for me talk therapy didn't work for you and that's okay There's probably something else out there that will work for you. You simply haven't been provided with the resource and the tool to know what those options are. And it's not your fault that you're unaware. So if you've ever been in this space where you truly believe that you were the one that was broken, you were the one, you were the one that was messing things up, I want to let you know that's not true. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of courage to show up and to speak your truth in session. Um... But for some people, sharing your truth is actually traumatizing, and talk therapy can do more harm than good. So finding out what options are best for you is vital for you experiencing the effects and the progress that you want from therapy. There are other options out there. If you want to know more of those options and have resources, please go to redefineenough.com forward slash podcast. Check out the episode notes for today's episode and you'll provide, you'll be provided with more options just to begin researching and figuring out what's best for you and how can you make therapy work for you. Now that's all for today's episode. But remember, these conversations are just a starting point. If you want to keep the conversation going, join my upcoming workshop, On the Couch, Getting the Most from Therapy, on May 21st. I'll teach you everything you need to know about starting therapy and how to navigate the process. That way, you avoid wasting your time and spending your money on sessions with therapists who were never a good fit for you. To save your seat on the couch and get more information, visit justdevia.com. J-U-S-T. D-A-V-I-A dot com. And whether you're taking the therapy leap or not, remember to take care of yourself. And you will hear from me in two weeks. Peace and light.